you formidable players. This is the Dominion League Weekly Podcast with an interview episode. This is again a long one. The trend so far seems to be one interview has to be longer than the last. So I'll keep the intro and outro short and sweet. We cracked the two hours and you can blame Assemble Me. Assemble Me or Assemble Moi as he is also known, is another one of those players who have been here forever. He played in the first ever season of the Dominion League. He has been a moderator. He has been admin mod for seasons 14 through 27. He is a Discord mod and moderates the big games and BCDE champs tournaments. And we talk about all of those things. He has played 28 seasons so far, most of those in C tier, where he is currently playing. We recorded this interview in late February, so (laughs) when Assemble and I talk about this season, we mean season 50. And now, without further ado, here's Assemble Me! Hi! Hi! (laughs) (laughs) How are you? A little bit nervous. But very excited. <laughs> <laughs> shall we shall we just jump right into it? Of course. So um what is the meaning behind your username? And also Shanahan wanted to know what inspired the I don't know, I don't really know it's not that recent anymore, right? But what inspired the last name change? Yes. Um so the meaning of the username. Um yeah calling it a meaning is maybe a bit far-fetched um so it was i think it was around 2008 uh, when i thought i would just need a new username and i was into this canadian industrial band called frontline assembly so it's a kind of a play on words with frontline assembly on the one hand and um yeah, then what inspired the recent name change, or the not that recent anymore name change? Um, so I think it was actually uh, when it was Halloween and everyone had the the scary names, and um, I tried to give myself a scary name, but I wasn't really, um, I wasn't really feeling it was that great. So at one point I I changed it back, and then I don't know when it was but it was also in that time when i was just uh, playing around with it and trying to find a good translation in french and i don't even know why i did that but uh, it turned out that uh, the the french name was also very um very upfront telling who who it was and i found it so cute <laughs> and i just said okay let's let's use that and yeah that's that's how it is until today and it just sticked so I don't know. Maybe I'll change it back one day, but I don't even know. I like it. I like it this way. This uh it's very very cute in French. I don't really know if it's like if it makes sense like grammatically, <laughs> but it's it's yeah, very nice. Yeah. I mean, I, I, it was it was um yeah, I usually use um deepl.com and they usually have very good translations, mm-hmm. so I think it's it's actually a reasonable translation. I don't know if a native speaker would translate it themselves the same way, but 
Yeah. I kind of trust it. Yeah. And also, like, Mistgun wasn't saying anything against it, so I guess it's fine. <laughs> Seal of approval. <laughs> then again, I feel like Assemble Me is also... It's the same way, I guess. Like, it's also a little bit funny like who is who is doing the assembling <laughs> like <laughs> yeah that's up to you yeah <laughs> <laughs> so what is what is the meaning if there is any behind your avatar that's also quite simple uh, when when nocturne came out uh, changeling was just my favorite card so hmm. um i thought I, I think back at the day i didn't even have a Mm -hmm. an avatar at all so i thought hey it's time to put in an avatar why not just use changeling if you like it that much and um that's uh that's how it ended up there actually nowadays changeling is not really among my favorite cards anymore i think yeah sometimes it's it's fine and yeah i think i still kind of like it but i wouldn't say it's still one of my favorite cards um but overall nocturne is a very pleasant set so still okay to have a nocturne card in there i guess <laughs> yeah yeah for sure i always like i feel like there are so many emojis on on the dominion mind server and the the changeling emoji like I, i i have no idea what it means like it's very i just i think i i only like use it like whenever i want like i mean you with something because that's, it's like but this is good, assemble me <laughs> that, that's a very good usage of the emoji isn't it yeah actually i think i had the had the avatar before um before the emoji was around uh, but yeah i think i used the changing emoji whenever someone um plays as if he was someone else maybe ah, or some okay yeah okay that makes sense That makes But sense. yeah, I think it doesn't happen all that often. I think there are actually many emojis. I don't really know how to use them. And uh, sometimes I look it up, but always forget about it immediately. So <laughs> Yeah, but also the explanations sometimes don't really make sense, in my humble opinion. <laughs> so I just stick well, to I just stick to the ones that are like clear to me, <laughs> the ones that I understand. I guess you have to ask Cyrix if you want to know more about those. Yeah. Yeah, probably. <laughs> so can you share a little bit about yourself as much or as little as you like? Okay, so yeah, I'm from Germany. Um, I live in the southwestern part of Germany, um, only 45 minutes to the French border. Uh, so in other words, I have like the same the same amount of kilometers to Frankfurt, Stuttgart and Strasbourg. So my age uh, at the moment I'm still 37 but uh, probably when this interview gets um, released I will be 38. Uh, it's just a couple of days until my birthday and I'm working um, for a big tech consulting company um, so as a solution architect, software architect, technical consultant. Um, uh, it's a little bit like in the red light district. I can be whatever the customer wants me to be. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Oh my God. <laughs> yeah, you, can also, you can also rent me uh, uh, for, uh, for several hours, but I'm not that cheap. So. <laughs> 
<laughs> well, I mean, <laughs> sex work isn't cheap either. <laughs> okay. Well, that's uh, a very memorable way to put it. <laughs> yeah, my, I mean, a colleague, a colleague once uh, said um, he would also uh, wash the car for the customer if he, if they pay for it. But I wouldn't go that far. But uh, you know, <laughs> you have standards. I have okay. standards. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and of course, the last the last question is: What's your favorite color? My favorite color, um, probably. Gray and blue. <laughs> gray. Yeah. Okay. Gray is not a color, but I will let it. I will let it pass. Mm. Gray and blue. Okay. <laughs> I'm generous. <laughs> Thank you. So that's kind. <laughs> uh, I have a quiz question for you. Okay. Those were not in the catalog. Yeah, of course not. <laughs> of course not. Okay. I can't like tip my hand here okay 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 i would like to know if you have an idea about who you have played the most games against in league yeah i i actually know that very well because there are two players and one is cyrus and the other is dunducks wow <laughs> that's like what <laughs> okay <laughs> you are well prepared did you look that up recently or No, that I looked up a uh, very long time ago, actually. Um, probably when I came back, like uh, one and a half years ago or something, to the league. I checked that. Okay. I'm very impressed. I'm a nerd when it comes to league statistics, so. <laughs> okay, I should have known. I should have asked, like, more specific. Like, how many games have you played against each of them? Um, five. Okay. <laughs> Fine. <laughs> <laughs> I was so shocked to learn that um, Cyrus has been like playing in the very first season. Yeah, and you obviously too. But mm -hmm. um, and he also like took uh, long breaks. But I was yeah. uh, that was interesting. <laughs> His break was even a little bit longer than mine. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's fascinating. And we both were were like shocked when we came back and the first season was very tough. <laughs> ah. Tell me more. Oh, were you in the same were you in the same Yeah, like we both had yeah, I mean Cyrus came back a little bit later, right? Um we both were coming back in F tier and um I found my my first season uh back in the league very hard and uh for Cyrus for Cyrus it was even worse like he had Uh, to go down into G even, um, where mm. I was at least able to stay in in F, but it was a big struggle. I mean, well, we are already talking about it. Like my first game was against a player who ended up with only, I think, three points or five points overall in the whole season. So I won the first game 5-1 and um, I expected an easy ride back to um, higher tiers, like just... Uh, promoting to E but then um, my second match I think was against Jerry Dot so back then Jerry Dot mm -hmm. only had like um, 
a rating of one mu or something, but was already rising. And um, yeah, it was like a very different match from the first one. Like the, fir the first one, mm. I could have easily won six, six zero. I mean, it was five one, which was also still great. But um, yeah, then the, the second match, I lost five one. And then the third match, I lost two four. And then very sudden, um, I had to fight against emotion. So <laughs> that was something. Oh, no. Yeah. Oh, no. Wow. Uh, very vivid memories. <laughs> okay, before we like get right into it, we still have to do the warm-up, even though we might already be warm. But <laughs> I can't can't do this and like not do the warm-up with you, mm -hmm. obviously. Um, are you ready? Of course. So, you know how this goes. Ten questions, either or. I will... I will allow occasional like both or either but okay um yeah <laughs> i have to decide okay i'll try i'm not good at making decisions but <laughs> <laughs> we could do this <laughs> okay uh birds or fish birds mustard or ketchup mustard france or switzerland <laughs> Friends. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> the Cure or Depeche Mode? Depeche Mode. Peanut butter or Nutella? I'm not a big, big fan of either, but Nutella. Okay. Uh, Ostsee or Nordsee? <laughs> No judgment. <laughs> um, sorry, Nazi. But only. But, oh. but, I'll, but, but, yeah. Actually, no, okay. Okay, it's I need fine. to. Re I, maybe I need a lengthy, <laughs> lengthy explanation. That just the Nazi is so much, so much closer to me. Uh, I, I really enjoyed being. I really enjoyed uh, Ostsee as well. Um, but, um, but you know, just. Um, my actually, my my wife is on vac on vacation on the Dutch uh, North North Sea right now, and it's just like the closest, um, the closest way to the sea. So you know, I guess. And and like, I mean, it's it's the same for me, honestly. <laughs> like... <laughs> and and you know, um, Ostsee is like the the far the furthest away point in Germany from from me. So. Yeah, it's tragic. But I guess, like, for me, it's Ostsee is, like, so much closer. And also, I have, like, family there. But um, I I don't know if I've ever been to the Nazi, to be honest. Yeah, I mean, I mean, like, uh, like if you are in the uh, in Germany, like, like the Nazi is, like, you don't want to go to swim there, right? It's just not, not the great place to swim, I think. Mm -hmm. um, if you want to go swimming, I think Ostsee is much better. At least. I mean, it's it's just it's the best, it's the best sea, obviously. <laughs> of, of course. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, die Ärzte oder die toten Hosen? Die Ärzte. Ah, okay. Um, <laughs> Benjamin Blümchen oder Bibi Blocksberg? Benjamin Blümchen, but my daughters would disagree. <laughs> Mm, rightly so. Benjamin Blümchen oder Bibi und Tina? Benjamin Blümchen, of course. Oh, what? 
Okay, Dominion Online or IRL? Online, and it's not even close. <laughs> <laughs> When was the last time you played IRL? Um, um, <laughs> I cannot even tell you. I think it must have been probably around 2016. <laughs> wow, a long time ago. Which which expansions hadn't hadn't been out then? I I don't even know. <laughs> I mean, I bought I bought the extensions uh, until Empires, I think, but um, the latter ones I have never really played um, IRL. So I think it wasn't even it wasn't even Dark Ages that was out back then so what was before dark ages <laughs> don't ask me <laughs> yeah yeah i don't know <laughs> yeah like, i don't remember either so okay probably hinterlands or something or guilds yeah no i think guilds was uh, guilds was just before dark ages i think guilds was uh, also wasn't out i don't know Uh, definitely not my forte knowing like the different expansions from from one another anyways so on the um, advent calendar you already told us how you got into playing dominion um but can you talk about how you started playing league a bit more um i happen to be on fds <laughs> And that's death launch it. Okay, that's the short short uh, short answer. Um, so we're not here for short <laughs> answers. <laughs> I, I tried. I tried. Now I can blame it on you. <laughs> um, so um, so um, let me go back. Um, I yeah, like you know, when I started Dominion, um, it took a while until I found uh, the. Dominion Strategy Forum. Um, it was probably at the end of 2012, and um, there was still it was still with isotropic time. It was still in isotropic times actually. So yeah, and I played a couple of games on isotropic, and <laughs> I got destroyed. <laughs> it was the first time I witnessed the goons engine. Uh, of course, I wasn't the one playing it. Um, <laughs> and uh, yeah, I mean, like ten or twenty games on on Isotropic is all I, I all I had, and then I found out, hmm, okay, I'm really bad at this game, and there are people who are really good at this game. I I started reading the, the forums, and then um, at some point I found out that there were actually people already recording videos of games. So the one uh, I'm mostly talking about here is uh, Wandering Window, whose videos I've studied very deeply. So actually for maybe one year, half a year, something like that. Basically every every night I watched Wandering Window videos <laughs> for for like wow. half an hour or an hour. Yeah, uh, it was it was also at the time when we were. We we just bought a house basically and had to do a lot of work there, so I couldn't really play myself, or I didn't want to commit to to really start playing. Mm -hmm. So instead, I just 
um, decided, okay, just every evening, let's watch a little bit of Wandering Winder on YouTube instead of, um, I don't know, doing other stupid stuff. And mm. yeah, so at some point uh, in spring 2014 or something, I decided, hey, uh, I should really just uh, start playing myself again. And uh, mm -hmm. actually, I did some uh, Sherlock Holmes research on the old forums and found out that I played my first rated game on um, the the old Goku client in April 2014. So that was just a month before the leak started. So it was around the same time uh, that Steph announced his idea of uh, launching a, a league and um, yeah, I saw, I saw um, many tournament games um, being played by Wandering Window before and, and was very excited so I decided, yeah, you really want to join that and uh, wow. that's what I did. Wow. That was so long ago. <laughs> it was. <laughs> wow. I'm pretty happy <laughs> I found this old post um, claiming when I played the, the first match the first game <laughs> yeah you came prepared <laughs> you mentioned that you took a long break and um shanahan wanted to know how long it was and what led you to take the break and what caused you to come back and um as a second question if there were any major changes that occurred while you were gone so how long it was it was uh, 15 seasons so january 2018 until i don't know when was league for league season 40 may 2020 so yeah one year four months uh, two years four months so mm -hmm. um so that is the duration <laughs> Uh, there's a very short answer to what led to my break. Um, that's also a very long one. Let's start with the short one. I had a baby. <laughs> <laughs> the, the very long one. Um, the very long one is actually... I had another baby. <laughs> um, and um, yeah, I came back from my from my baby break from, from my first daughter uh, in season 18, basically. And um, mm -hmm. the time between season 18 and season 24 is what I call my downfall. So when I came back, I actually had the chance to play uh, my one and only season in A. And I got last, which is fine. Then mm -hmm. I had to play B. Uh, and I got last in a, in a, in a division where I was uh, for a very long time before. So that wasn't that great. And mm. then I played two seasons in C. And first season was all right. But then... Um, I almost demoted in Z as well, and it happened. What? Um, yeah, it just happens too often to me. Like in general, I really love the league. I love com uh, competitive Dominion, and it uh, is the reason why I stick to it all that long, uh, for the very long time that I'm already around. Uh, but sometimes it also stresses me out. Just really, it's really demotivating me like these four seasons really weren't that great so i took mm. two seasons off and came back to season 24 to become last in in c as well so i had to go back to d and mm. uh, this also just interferes with the next question like d was basically the last division back then so there was an e division but it was only for really new players and e was like i don't know uh 
I or H or something like that nowadays would be. Mm -hmm. So, and you couldn't even demote from D to E. So, yeah, that was D back then. So, I played that one uh, season in D as well. And actually, I really won again. So, I became first, but motivation hasn't hadn't come back. Um, mm. So, I decided to take another break and then... Uh, like two seasons after I, I decided, um, or no, that's not the right word, right way to phrase it. Um, then after two seasons, it was already time to take another break, basically, because then we were having that second baby that I was talking about. So I, I already had two, two, two seasons of break, and then I decided not to join anymore at all for a while. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Because I decided, okay, as long as the baby is really small, I, I just want to not play Dominion. I did the same basically when the first baby came. I had a four-season break before. So I said, okay, I'll wait and see how things uh, shake out. And then at some point I'll return. Uh, but then like having two kids actually was very stressful and very draining. And um Surprised. Yeah, so so with one kid, there was always like, um, you know, my wife could take care of, of the baby or I could take care of the baby and the other would have some free space. But then with two kids and I mean, the uh, my older daughter was just two years old, exactly, more or less, because they're both June kids. So they're like more or less exactly two years apart from each other. Um, so like the older daughter was also very demanding still. And, um, so it was just a lot of, a lot of stress going on. So I also laid down my, uh, moderation in the league at that time. And mm. at some point I really disconnected completely from the community at, as a whole. Ah, so can I jump right into that? Yeah. So you were, like, while you were taking a break from playing League, you were still being the admin? Kind of, yeah. We had the, had a big the big luck that actually Sam E was around at that time. So we already, I already handed it over, basically, just okay. before going into my baby break. So um, my League mm -hmm. break already started in, in January, as mentioned, but my my baby break uh, from from moderating started in i don't know june or may or something like that mm -hmm. so i think i was like moderating for two more seasons while not playing and then mm -hmm. yeah and then i completely left okay so yeah and then yeah just to just to finish uh, the the other question <laughs> Yeah, I'm taking my time. But that's what you expected, right? Um We've got all the time. <laughs> We've got all the time. <laughs> um when when the baby was able to uh to walk, so luckily she started walking rather early with ten and a half months. So uh, mm. at that time uh things started to become a little bit easier. So it was like in I don't know, let me let me count, I guess end of April, start of May. Or, or start of May, actually, start of May, mid of May. I think something like that. It uh, doesn't really matter. So um, things started to become a bit easier. The kids were able to play a bit more together. The, the older daughter really accepted the younger daughter as a play partner. Yeah, and, and then things finally started to become a little bit easier. Still a bit stressful, but a bit easier. And um, as time went on and on, towards uh winter what were the years 2000 
19, 2020, uh, in, in, during that winter time, I finally started to watch uh, Dominion videos again. So uh, the first channels that I was always following were uh, Mix and Burning Skulls. So yeah, I think I watched those two playing again. It was also the first time I saw Renaissance cards being played. Um, mm. Then I then I thought hmm, maybe you should play play again one t one day. And uh, I can I can vividly remember my wife saying, "Oh, you're watching Dominion videos. What's going on?" <laughs> Something like that. <laughs> and um, she knew. <laughs> she knew. And then yeah, and then I wasn't really sure since I had uh, taken a new job where I also had to uh, travel here and there. Not not that much, but a little bit. So I thought maybe that would not be the best idea to play Dominion again. But then luckily. Uh, there was all these lockdowns going on at the beginning of 2020. Mm. So things fell into place just nicely uh, for me to start playing again. And uh, yeah, like in April, um, I finally played Dominion again. And then I also joined the league again. <laughs> so that's it. Mm. Uh, so I think we have one question left, right? Oh, yeah. Major changes. Okay. Yeah. Um, we have many questions left, <laughs> but yeah, from yeah. the current one, yes. <laughs> yeah, of, yeah, of, yeah, of course. There were major changes. Like there were, um, I, I, I just said I came back after after COVID hit, so that was actually the second bump. I also didn't really play, where with the first uh, explosion of of league players. So yeah, of course, mm -hmm. things were so much larger. I couldn't even tell how. Uh, how hard it would be uh, playing in F division at that time, since yeah, you, back when I played, like D was even worse than F was when I was coming back, I think. Mm -hmm. And yeah, I mean, all the community has had moved to uh, Discord. I mean, I I just checked. We had Discord back then, but I think like some of the or much of the communication was still on on the forums. And uh, yeah, now it's all on the Discord. Everything is so much larger. But I mean, basically, it's still you play five matches in six weeks, so it's still the league. It's still as it was in a, in a way. So yeah, yeah. <clears throat> I think Sean wanted also wanted to know if you were surprised to see like brand new players at at the top. So I, I I'd be interested like if you like recognize the people at the top. Or like what the ratio was of like people you knew and and people you didn't. Yeah, yeah. I mean, so just to answer Sean's question, I mean, yes, there were new players, but I mean, surprise is like not the right way to phrase it. I mean, I said I, I saw it and I said, okay, like I don't know these guys, but okay, mm. <laughs> fair enough, they did it. Um, <laughs> yeah, I guess like half of the people I didn't know mm. when I came back on top hmm. yeah but it's hard to say actually and I, I didn't really care all that much about that i think fair do you have a favorite card shaped object and if so what is it um card is also card shaped object right <laughs> yes i okay. was like very confused about this because there was this card champions tournament that used this and i was confused because and i didn't join because i felt like <laughs> i don't have like I didn't understand you could also choose a card. Mm -hmm. And and I have the sneaking suspicion, to be honest, for the advent calendar that was also like a question I asked people. Mm -hmm. And I have a feeling that 
<laughs> that that wasn't clear to mm -hmm. some of the people that I asked. Anyways, yeah. So the answer to your question is <laughs> yes. <laughs> I have a, yes, I have a favorite cartoon object. No, um, <laughs> if I have to name one, I guess it's probably Black Market. Mm. Black Market is so much fun. I mean, I think there are also some discussions about it. I think some people hate it as well, but I really like it. I mean, occasionally you have that silly matches where um, one pe one player um, draws the bomb or mm -hmm. the missing piece. So, mm -hmm. like, like in these games where you don't have villagers and you mm -hmm. desperately want a village, or yeah, there's no trashing and you desperately want trashing, and one player gets it and the other doesn't. So that's that's sad times. But um, in general, it's just a lot of fun. I don't know. Like black market seems like it almost seems like a trick answer because you're like, I name one card that is secretly like sixty cards. <laughs> But of course you don't know. I, I mean, it's like you named it because of the mechanic, and yeah, it's also very fun. It's also a very fun uh, mechanic just to find all these cards and other other cards that interact nicely with it, like the ability to pl to, to drop the treasures mid turn, and uh, yes. actually it works nicely with menagerie. Oh yeah, um, that actually that actually reminds me again. <laughs> <laughs> what to, do you mean? Um, <laughs> No clue. Um, that actually reminds me of the um, uh, black market cage tournament. Um, it was, I, I think, it was sometime last year, um, organized by Na Smith. Um, and uh, yeah, I didn't do too well there. Uh, I was, I was there, <laughs> but I, I didn't do too well there. Um, anyways, um, you showed up. <laughs> yeah, anyways, um, I don't know who exactly it was. Maybe it was. Any Smith himself, or it was an, another top player. Could have been someone like Haka or Jay Nails. I don't know exactly, but uh, they um, skipped black market on a lot of boards, and they actually um, were very successful that way, and, and they got very far that way. And uh, that was kind of funny. But mm -hmm. I mean, usually it's not a good idea to to skip it. But I mean, sometimes um, when everything is already on the board, then um, it's also a good call to just not buy black market if it's like if you already have I don't know, chapel and wharf and I don't know, uh, a village and um, another good payload card. Yeah, that's interesting, actually. I have, like, I thought about that recently because, like, for me, it's something like I see it, I click it, and I was wondering, like, in what circumstances don't I just buy it? Uh, like, you don't buy it when the board has already everything. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah, that's, uh, yeah, I don't have a better explanation in general. Yeah, but, but some, so it's a good rule of yeah, thumb. Yeah, but in general, it's sometimes, sometimes it's also good to just delay it a little bit. Like, it's not always um, the best idea to open it. I mean, it's it's a fine opening and um, it's okay as a payload card and you want it in the long term. Uh, usually you want it in the long term anyways, but um, sometimes it's also just fine to buy it a little bit later and it's also good call but yeah it's yeah i cannot give really good advice uh besides if everything is already there in a powerful um kind of way then you don't really need it that's that's my best 
idea I can give you because because I think this is where black market is good at it. I mean, besides the fact that it's also just a very great gain and play machine, right? Because you can uh, mm -hmm. buy cards mid-turn and um, then play them later on. It's actually a very fun thing to do as well. Maybe that's also a reason why I like it uh, because um, mm -hmm. gain and play is also much fun, isn't it? <laughs> Other than that, if I couldn't have chosen black market, I guess I would choose powerful draw. Like my favorite draw cards are Wolf just because it's very powerful and Minari also is because it's powerful and also because it's you kind of have to work for it but then it's very rewarding so yeah, yeah it's also very nice yeah yeah Minari is such a like like you said it's so rewarding when you like you click it once and then you draw and then it's like oh it works again and it works again <laughs> it's like it really is like yeah. one of the most one of the best feelings I feel like yeah yeah <laughs> totally Do you have any um, least favorite cards? I do. <laughs> okay. You want to share? <laughs> Maybe. Um, Again? <laughs> yeah. I, I really I really dislike trashing attacks. And I think the worst of all is knights. Because um, besides the fact that it uh, trashes your precious, precious, cute little card. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, it's also... It's also You also play that mini game of uh, knights slaughtering each other, and mm. and um, if you if you just had that a couple of times, it's it's enough in my opinion. Mm. And um, yeah, and you you either have you you get two possible outcomes. One outcome is all the knights are dead, or the other outcome is um, one of the player has two knights left, and then they win the game. Actually, that's not always true because I remember one game where. I lost the night one and won the game, but um, that's rather rare, I would guess. So, yeah, it's it's not not great. Yeah. Do you have um, a favorite heirloom? Uh, yes, <laughs> I think it's goat. Yeah. Um, it's not a very strong pick, but I think goat is really fun. Trashing is yeah. cool. Goat is pretty strong, and pixie is also very nice. So, goat games t tend to be very very nice so yeah yeah definitely and then and it's always always good i guess you always use the goat to trash you never you never struggle to make the goat pop so that's also good you never <laughs> you never have you never have to deal with the question if i want to play this goat or not um yeah yeah and um and pixie is also just and i don't think you ever don't buy pixie right you just always get it right and it's always good I think it's, so. it's a card that you can always buy and um, it's a good card and it's a fun card so yeah that's that's such a cool way to look at it actually because like so many of the heirlooms are just like either they're kind of useless or yeah like you said it's like do i want to play them or not yeah magic lamp for example is very can be very challenging mm -hmm. but um maybe some people like that but i'm so in the middle with magic lamp I mean, I like it, but uh, I can't say I don't struggle. <laughs> so yeah. it's definitely true. Like, goat is very simple and very effective. Yeah. It's pretty cool. Do you have um, any favorite synergies? <laughs> Sorry, I have to, la have to laugh a bit. Um, it's not I okay. Thought, I, I thought you, no laughing I thought on you this were... podcast. I was I was thinking you were asking about uh, combos because uh, why because, <laughs> because because I think most of the combos aren't 
that much fun. Um, probably that's oh. why you're asking about synergies. Um, <laughs> well, yes. <laughs> um, we are yeah, so I mean, meta. No one's going to get this, but we are having fun. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, like Black Market is actually a very good card for, for synergies because like... Um, being able to drop your treasures mid-turn is a pretty cool mechanic. Yeah. So Black Market and Draw to X works very nicely. Actually, I guess that's also why I like um, during Villa Draw to X stuff very very much because, I mean, it's, it works in a, in a very similar way, right? You can play your treasures, you buy Villa, and then you go back to, and play your Menagerie, for example, or Minion or um, whatever. Yeah. And that's pretty nice. Yeah, I think that's that's what comes to mind uh, immediately. I'm just I'm just smiling because I got like another still of you, <laughs> and you're just. It looks like this was when we were laughing about the questions. Okay. Very good. <laughs> yeah, that's also very meta. No one will get it. <laughs> I know. <laughs> this is all gonna stay in <laughs> okay not gonna cut any of this <laughs> okay so i assume actually i know but for the sake of the podcast <laughs> um i will assume that you have things on your ban list <laughs> do you also have uh things on your dislike list and if so like when do cards migrate from one to the other. Okay. Um, so from the ooh, from the band to dislike list, it's it's actually tough because um, the band list is always full. <laughs> <laughs> so I think from the from band to dislike, um, they only move if I need space on the band list. So I need to put one to the dislike list and then the other way around. Mm -hmm. When do I put stuff on the band list? Yeah. Well, sometimes just things are very annoying so i have for example i have swamp pack on my ban list i think it wasn't there hmm. a year ago mm -hmm. so i think at one point i played a very annoying game with swamp pack and i decided to just put it on ban because <laughs> that's you just rage banded <laughs> yeah rage banned it yeah that's that's a good good way to 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 phrase it yeah rage ban yeah other than that yeah as mentioned i really dislike um Trashing attacks, so there's also Swindler and even Cardinal on it because occasionally you get these kind of matches with Cardinal where you trashed a lot and then Cardinal really starts to hurt and um, despite the fact that you could gain the cards from uh, from the exile um, back into your deck mm -hmm. once you are in a situation where there are like three or four different cards in exile and it's maybe a single gain, um, you've got a problem. Mm -hmm. <laughs> So, yeah. Other than that, Mountain Bank is on my ban list as well, um, just because it's uh, too strong as an attack, giving out two junk cards at once. It's just very centralizing. So, actually, I don't hate Mountain Bank that much now that I think about it. So, it's probably a good candidate once uh, I rage pen another card. It's probably Mountain Bank that goes down. Uh, but <laughs> uh, if you if you are very if you're listening very well, you hear that I don't have possession on my ban list because I like to live dangerously. <laughs> <laughs> when was the last time you encountered possession in a tournament match? In a tournament match? Uh, <laughs> that's a, actually a good question. It's a funny story because it was... Oh, 
it was not that f not, not that uh, long ago it was a match versus Kateri mm -hmm. uh, probably season 45 or 46 mm -hmm. and we were both oh you don't have possession on your band list <laughs> And uh, and then we we decided to play a nine cut kingdom. What? Ah. <laughs> uh. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I mean. Okay. I, I mean, the Fair. reason the reason the reason why I don't have possession on my band list is actually. You're counting on everyone else having it on their band. Yeah, list. it's like yeah, it's like. Mm. Uh, yeah, You're saving I, a spot think, on your on your band list. Yeah, I, th I think once uh, once. Uh, uh, psychomatic made a comment about herd immunity and not being vaccinated <laughs> yourself or something. Well, that's a very good, uh, good one. Um, but um, yeah, it, it, partially, partially it's that. Yeah, <laughs> partially it's that. So everyone else has, or, or most, most of the people have it banned anyways. And occasionally, I, I just enjoy the chaos. It, it, uh, yeah, it brings, it brings along the way. Yeah, I mean, if I don't have it, like every time. I mean, it happens so rarely that you really roll it, and then I, I, I think it's just funny for the one time, and then uh, I, I won't yeah. see it again for a month, so it's fine. And I only yeah. unbanned it. I only unbanned it after um, the possession pos possession cage tournament, which also was organized by Na Smith. There must be something behind this. Um, <laughs> I see a pattern. <laughs> yeah, you see a pattern. Yeah. Um, so that that uh, made me think I could also unbend it because because watching the games uh, was kind of funny and I th and I uh, said to myself you know I rather play possession than knights so yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's funny I I don't believe in a ban list and a dislike list I also like I I never letter basically so maybe that would be different if I did but yeah um, like uh, you, you every now and again. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. You know my stance towards lettering. That's a very different story. But I play um, randoms yeah. occasionally. Yeah, yeah. Um, so every now and again, possession like creeps into a kingdom, like in a in a match, and I'm always like terrified. I'm always <laughs> like, oh no, <laughs> why? <laughs> and I, yeah, uh, I think I don't think I've ever won a possession. Okay game yet um. actually actually i'm usually very happy when possession shows up because um just because it shows up so rarely yeah. and i have played a bunch of possession games a very long time ago uh, it appears that i'm more more experienced in playing possession games and um, i usually do do very well against my opponents when it shows up so <laughs> uh, okay well, I remember like one time when I played it and it was just, uh, yeah, I was, I was like very scared. Like we both got it and in the end I lost. And then I remember John's telling me afterwards, like watching that game was kind of painful. You have to learn the rules. <laughs> yeah. Possession. I mean, I mean, <laughs> I mean, I understand people banning position because it's, it's just broken basically. Right. And, and, uh, like, uh, the, the FAQ mm. for possession is like, scroll 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 <laughs> and uh, um yeah if you're not dz you probably don't remember all the rules for possession on the top of your head so uh, yeah it's it's just crazy dz doesn't play league though does he yeah i don't think i don't think he does yeah 
But he knows all the rules. He does. <laughs> and he doesn't eat. <laughs> <laughs> that's another that's meme, all, though. <laughs> that's all I know. <laughs> ah, okay. You also have, like, card-shaped objects. Other, like, non-card objects. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. You mean these kind of, these horizontal kind of thingies. Um, yes, please. So, yeah, um, first of all is Donate. And um, the reason why I have Donate on my um, ban list is, okay, there are multiple reasons, actually. So the first one is I don't like planning every single move that I make up to turn 8 or 10 um, mm -hmm. up front and uh, think about how the game is developing for 10 minutes. So I, I I say, I call it, I rather grow my deck organically. I don't know if that makes sense, but um, this is how I, I yeah. look at it. This is this is one of the reasons. And the other reason is that I'm, I would be very scared to play better players with possession because I, I would be very sure that I would never find the best solution and they would find a better solution and I'm just screwed if it shows up. So, um, so this is also a reason right now I'm, playing in C so I think C is probably like the very best that I could do at the moment so um, I'm feeling yeah just average there um, so I guess I'm playing a lot of players that are actually better there I mean yeah there are all these level 60 somethings two mu uh, folks around and I have to play them so <laughs> I would be totally scared to play donate against these guys no way yeah. so that's that's the reason that's that's about donate <laughs> yeah i actually like i've come to appreciate donate more but then again like i also like for the the people that i play against i feel like it's fun to take those five minutes and be like okay what mm. what what do i want my deck to look like and so that's I've, mm. yeah i think I, I've, I've gotten better with it. i also think i just don't that great in in uh planning that far ahead actually <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm always like, I'm I'm so lost. Like, I can think about my opening and kind of what I want to do, but then and then at the end, I'm like, when it comes to oh, can I pile or what? That's like also fine, but the whole like mid mid game is just mm. no, <laughs> no capacity. <laughs> yeah. Other things on my ban list are inheritance just because I think it's uh, so luck-dependent. I mean, it's a, it's a race to seven, and seven is not easy to hit. And then the the player who hits seven first wins, so that's that's uh, inheritance to me. I mean, it's it's also fine, right? It's it's not a um, something I totally hate, but it's just uh, luck-dependent that I don't want to play it in a competitive environment. Yeah, sure. So it's the third. And then the third is keep, uh, because it's pain to keep track of it and it's impossible to me uh, without keeping notes so i don't do that yeah 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 it's always fun when you buy a treasure and you're like convinced this is gonna get me the points and then afterwards you find out oh i had like three more coppers the whole time than them yeah and that even happens to me while i would while i was taking notes all the game so there you go <laughs> ah! <laughs> so i'm, I'm even oh, no. wrong with my notes so that's that's keep to me. Okay, so 
It has been brought to my attention that in English you don't say a lonely island, but you say a desert island, which is ridiculous, because what even is a desert island? But you are going. It's not a desert. It's not a desert island. Sorry, sorry to interrupt. It's not. Desert, it's not desert island, right? We don't have to eat chocolate oh, yes, all the time. It's the desert island. Desert island makes more sense. Okay. I love to call it desert island. Yeah. But I'm trying to be professional here. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, I have noticed that. <laughs> sorry. Burn. <laughs> <laughs> we have a fun chat. I don't know. <laughs> Does it was it meant to be professional? <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, some people keep track of their recording devices and some don't. <laughs> I have no idea what you what you mean. <laughs> no, no, I'm just I'm just giving you the whole J nails treatment, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, you are going <laughs> to the desert island. <laughs> mm, can't wait. You can. <laughs> Can you? You can bring uh, the base set and one expansion. What's the expansion? Probably Menagerie. Overall, it just has a very nice uh, selection of cards and most of the mechanics are fun. I mean, I guess the problem with the last couple of sets with Renaissance as well um, is that uh, some of the cards are just a little bit over the top in power sense. You know, it's just a little bit too powerful overall. Mm -hmm like groom for example or cavalry or mm -hmm. i mean stockpile is also very strong right but i th I don't think it it's like that centralizing occasionally i mean it's, it's fine the way it is i guess i guess i mean it's it's a it's a balanced balancing act between like stuff that is broken and stuff that is just powerful in a fun way i mean there's livery livery is a lot of fun and and um like Destria is also a lot of fun and, and Displace is a lot of fun Sanctuary is a lot of fun just a lot of very nice cards overall um, mm -hmm. and also uh, Ways bring a lot of extra cuteness into the set so um, yeah the, the very special way to play the cards and um, it, it just um, changes the dynamics of the game uh, very much especially Way of the Chameleon and Way of the Mouse but also the others are very impactful from time to time. And then we also have, what are the other uh, horizontal things called? <laughs> I can't remember. Not the projects. The... Not projects. Um, also not landmarks. Events. Events. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, yeah, we also have a couple of very nice events, which also are a lot of fun. Actually, Populate is really great. Like, you get all the cards. That's so cool. Like, all the cards. <laughs> I want all the cards. You get all you of get them. All. Yeah, it's a bargain. Yeah, only ten money. <laughs> no, it's not bargain, but bargain is also in the set. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> no, that's totally fine. <laughs> Anyways, <clears throat> you're keeping good company on your island with uh, recycled garbage and game zoo. Your menagerie island. Yeah, since it's not a lonely island, it's fine. No. It's a desert <laughs> island with two other people, <laughs> base and menagerie. <laughs> That's Gamesu, good. And Gamesu's son. So I guess you could technically also bring your daughters. Yeah, my daughter's still not playing, but hopefully very soon. What? <gasps> yeah, she's only five. <sighs> and and uh, I think just... She's already five. Yeah, five and a half, actually. <gasps> she's, <sighs> she's getting to school this year, yeah. 
Oh my word. Mm. They're growing up so fast. They do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she and and at the moment she's like, I mean, I don't know if if if, if this is like a very early rebellion, but she's just against playing Dominion just because, you know. So Oh no. Oh. But is I, she looking hope... forward to going to school? I think she does, yeah. Hmm. Yeah, yeah. She's she's very proud that she's already old and she lost her first tooth the other Ooh. week. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I was I was thinking of like for one of the warm up questions and then I decided against it, but I was thinking of like asking which like kind of age you liked better, like the toddler age from birth to like two or like three to five. Wow, that's that's a tough one. I'm glad you didn't ask. I know. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> I was like, maybe that's um, maybe that's hard. Yeah. <laughs> it's probably nice that you you get to enjoy both. <laughs> yeah, all ages are amazing, and all ages are challenging at the same time. Oh, yeah, yeah. Anyways, okay, desert island. Uh, back to Dominion. Um, I wanted to talk about players. Do you have any players you are always looking forward to playing against? And if so, who are they? Yeah. So, yeah, first and foremost, I have to name one guy. And I think he won't appreciate it all that much because I know he's very modest. But, uh, yeah, I'm always looking forward to play Mick. I'm a little fanboy in a way. I'm, I'm, I've always watched Mick's videos. And I think Mick's channel is always the, the one I check first for new uh, videos on YouTube um, mm-hmm. during the last couple of years, so so it's probably Mick. And uh, yeah, uh, thankfully we just uh, met, and I think it was in oh my god, I think it was Dual Set. Mm. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it was Dual Set actually, because I remember that the one game we played something with Prosperity, <laughs> <laughs> Pro- Prosperity Empires or something. I believe. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, and I was able to tie that, and it was very great for me um, to tie such a great player. Um, yeah. Sorry to does. highlight that, Mick. I know you don't like it, but I have to anyway. <laughs> um, Did you watch the video afterwards? Mick's video? Yeah. Um, yeah, that was a little bit sad. I tried, but Mick messed up his audio, so uh, there was no Mick commentary. Bummer. Yes. Mm. But okay. shit happens. it happens to me occasionally as well, so I can't blame him all that much. <laughs> um, yeah, and other than that, I was really hoping to play Burning Skull again uh, when he was um, playing C. I think last last season or last couple of seasons he was mm-hmm. playing in C, so I really hoped I would get uh, rolled into his group once more. Because uh, we only met once in League, and I think it was in Season 5, so an incredible long time ago and I was really mm. hoping for my rematch because he won three and a half to two and a half in a very close match so I'm still waiting for that rematch to happen but still waiting <laughs> oh, that was like forever ago season five can you believe it we're in season 15 now nope but I also missed a lot of seasons so true <laughs> so for me it's only season 27 Oh, I still feel like a baby. <laughs> like I, I haven't even played ten seasons yet. It's incredible. Uh, who would you like to play against that you haven't played already? Yeah, I mean, uh, it's always great to play 
it's, it's always great to play new people like I, I pretty much enjoy um, that yeah that's I guess that's a good a good side effect of the league being that big because back in the day when you played league you would encounter several people very often and that is very less the case nowadays um, so that's pretty cool mm. so I'm I'm just happy to play everyone. Of course, uh, playing top players is also always a big big thing. I don't I wouldn't say honor because I I think honor is maybe a little bit too much uh, to put um, because I, I know that most people are just you know mm. they don't feel like um, stars or anything. They're just you know people playing the game and uh, it's still great to play all the all the good players and uh, yeah that's that's fun. <laughs> Do you have any? Any memorable moments from any match or game or tournament? Yeah, I mean, I just I just uh, mentioned the uh, match versus Mick, um, mm -hmm. so that was of course very cool. Um, mm -hmm. I was very happy. I guess Mick not Mick wasn't. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, then of course last. It's almost yeah. It's it's already a year ago uh, when I played uh, medium games. And, and won the medium games finals mm -hmm. and it was against a sounder so yeah two weeks two weeks before the finals or something or a week before the finals something like that we played in in order versus chaos mm -hmm. and he beat me three <laughs> to nothing oh no and i was really like uh, since since then i'm i'm afraid of of a sounder basically so <laughs> um yeah and uh and then we had to play that that final Uh, just just um, a couple of weeks later and um, yeah and I actually won that one so and I think it was very close and I think it was just first player winning all the games but anyways it was the only tournament that I've won so of course yeah. I have to I have to name that yeah are and you still are you still scared of a sounder I'm still a little bit scared I mean now he's even <laughs> big games champion what should I say <laughs> Ah, yeah. <laughs> that's, and that's and true. and look at my look at my big games uh, performance. You know, I'm 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 no. I might be more scared of a sounder no. than ever. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not gonna indulge you in your like self-flagellation. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, but yeah, I'm I'm still I'm still. Um, I have. I, I, maybe scare is also too much right i have i have respect yeah 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 one one last match i need to share is probably uh one from very long from a very long time ago and that was my season 14 match versus dg so season 14 was the season i won b and promoted to a and uh dg was like a very good player back then i Actually, um, the the recording is still on my old Twitch channel, so you can go and watch it if you want to. And I yes, <laughs> and I <int> we yes, <laughs> uh, and I introduced int introduced DG as I think uh, d uh, an A player taking a little uh, trip to B or something like that. Mm -hmm. And yeah, I mean DG back at the day, a very good player, and uh, the the. Uh, set that we had it was actually very terrible i think we had uh swindler twice and the first game actually was uh swindler scrying pool so you could snipe 
what your swindler was hitting and actually the, the, the most terrible is then when the scrying pools are out and you just kill the scrying pools of the opponent into nothing um and yeah I, th I believe there was another swindler game and we rolled i think two or three maybe tournament games and we rolled possession once possession was the one that dg won and yeah the the worst the worst was actually then uh, game six it was already 4-1 for me and it was a it was a game that had tournament yeah it was one of the tournament games and it also had embassy and uh, in in turn seven i played a farming village and i was also able to trash a couple of cards with trading post and then i played an embassy and drew very much uh, to the end of the the deck i believe i left mm -hmm. two or three cards i guess it was three and one of the cards mm -hmm. was a tournament so that was bottom decked and i was able to buy a province in turn seven and immediately draw it on the top of my next shuffle so from the next top two cards basically then um, dg's turn started and he was trying to play tournament and of course i was able to block and his turn like yeah he didn't really do anything in his turn and then yeah i had my province already in hand so i got followers and he immediately clicked on resign <laughs> so that was just then the end of that match and uh yeah and it was 5-1 it was 5-1 for me i think it was uh, very early in the season still but uh, of course it was a very good uh, good start and at the end I was able to promote but then when I came back in season 18 uh, when I played A he very much uh, got his revenge and I don't know um, if it was 5-1 or 4-2 or 4.5 to 1.5 something like that but mm -hmm. um, he was able to win uh, season 18 and he was the first player who was not named uh, Mick or Steph to win the Dominion League, so I guess that was something for him yeah. as well. Yeah, no, that's right. I knew that he was also like one of the champions. Yeah, yeah. Mm. But he's not—he's not playing anymore, is he? Yeah, he hasn't played. I think <clears throat> hasn't played in a while. Yeah, I think in the in the thirties. Uh, thirty sounds sounds strange, but in the <laughs> yes. in the thirteenth thirtieth seasons, <laughs> so the mid in the mid thirties, I, I just call it like that right now. Um, he was just um, demoting a couple of times and then uh, eventually stopped totally. Hmm. Um, and that's yeah, and he never came back. But maybe he will sometime. You know, that was yeah. me and there were and Cyrus. So maybe DG will be back in some in yeah. some time. Maybe in the sixties or seventies. <laughs> <laughs> Let's call it that way. That's great. Yeah, I love it. <laughs> New Dominion chronology. <laughs> Maybe that's a segue like into the next question, which um, I always like to ask because it's something that I like personally also like struggle with. But how do you deal with losing matches? That's a very good question. Um, and if you if you finally have a good strategy, maybe you tell me. <laughs> um, I don't. I get angry. I get sad. I want to cry. That's a, that's, that's a bummer. Um, yeah, like yeah, I'm I'm also not good at losing. So occasionally, I just take breaks from from the league um, because, as mentioned, sometimes it just stresses me out too much, and um, I have to I have to just take a break, mm. do other things don't play dominion at all or just don't play league and uh then come back when i feel better mm -hmm. i guess it's just i mean the, i guess the best strategy is just not 
being too hard to yourself, but I, I guess that can be can be something that is not possible all the time. I believe it's also much easier to to deal with bad performances if you are yeah in an environment where you don't feel like you have to win yeah like yeah um like like now that i'm in a in a very high from my perspective uh tier um it's just okay if i if i lose against uh, these kind of yeah in, incredible players because i'm just um mm -hmm. barely average there or i feel mm -hmm. barely average there and i could easily play in d or e as well and i and it would make like and it would be of it would be fine for me basically um mm. so that makes makes life a little bit easier but um other than that i don't have another strategy that really really helps me there so i just have to take my breaks if 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 things go very wrong yeah yeah that sounds like a good strategy maybe <laughs> <laughs> i mean whatever works right i just feel like i always Like for me, it's it's also just with the the attitude. I feel like I have to change my attitude at some point. Like I also, I'm just like way too hard on myself. Mm. Um, and so, like recently, I've tried to just remember that people in A tier or B tier, like they also get clean swept sometimes, and they also like lose five one sometimes, and yeah, and they're still like great players yeah <laughs> yeah i mean i mean you also have to remember that people just sometimes perform over their average or yeah you just have a bad day yourself yeah and i mean it's uh, it's probably a bad idea to blame all on bad luck but i mean sometimes there are just these games where everything goes wrong and uh, you can't really do much about it and um yeah that's, that's also part of the game i guess Yeah, that's true. But you see, that's like, I mean, it's it's a me thing, like totally like, and I, I have to change that as well. But I'm like much more willing to accept that when I win, that I just got lucky. But when I lost, it's because I'm a bad player. Like it's not because the other person got lucky. So that's just um, messed up in my mind. But um, yeah, I'm, I'm trying to work on it. I think most of the players think the other way around if the other if if they lose it's just their bad luck <laughs> well, that's, that's, that's occasionally the, the <laughs> opinion i think <laughs> maybe i have to get around to to thinking that too <laughs> yep, but that, that also is not really helpful is it no no it's not <sighs> okay let's talk about <laughs> let's talk about admin stuff you have been so you have been a league moderator and you have also been the admin mod. Can you please talk a little bit about when that was and how it came to be? Yeah. And and what you what it was like back then. Yeah, I'm I'm really happy that nowadays on the Dominion League website there is this uh, moderator page and it also has this history of moderators because um I was very much puzzled for a very long time. Um, when I actually started and uh, when I became um, the admin mod. But um, yeah, since it's all buried in a private sub-forum on Dominion Strategy and I'm not a moderator there anymore, mm -hmm. so I don't have access and can't really tell. But now I can. Um, so I I started in <laughs> Season 9 
So, uh, yeah, season nine has—it's been a very long time, and my memory memory is a little bit blurry. But I think um, for season eight, Steph tried to get some new moderators on board to help him with organizing the league. And I was wondering, should I apply? Should I not apply? Uh, and eventually, I, uh, the season started, and I got around. Hey, I, I just write Steph a message and tell and say, hey, if you if you need someone else at some point, uh, you can ask me. And uh, the <laughs> thing that happened was he just onboarded me immediately. So, <laughs> um, I, for season nine, I became a, a moderator. And uh, yeah, of course, the league was very much smaller back then. I think it was like between 60 and 100 players, which is uh, mm-hmm. yeah not even close to what we have. I think we've been talking mm-hmm. about that before. So yeah, one thing to mention is that yeah, the the whole technology solution behind the league back then uh, was not made with Google Forms, so player could not uh, actually report results themselves and there was uh yeah it was yeah not not that easy for anyone but instead you had to run a piece of java code that uh steph wrote at some point i think even before season one and that little piece of code did basically everything so you could use it to update the standings but you had to uh, you had to manage all the results yourself. So you had to put the, the results in a little text mm. document. And uh, the solution also was able to generate uh, the the forum posts. Like uh, back then, everything was organized on Dominion Strategy and there was instead of every group having an own channel on Discord, there was like a, a scheduling thread and and the and the tool was generating like the the base posts so you can all you only had to copy and paste them into the into these threads but you had to still create them yourself uh, anyways um the tool did at least the text and named all the players and so on and the tool also generated the groups and uh, yeah it as mentioned it, it basically did everything but um you had to run it on your local system and um if you weren't really familiar with uh, writing Java code at all, um, it was a little bit of a yeah boundary for for some. And uh, I think at that stage, besides Dev, I was the only one who was being familiar with writing Java code. So mm-hmm. that I also would have been us... lost. <laughs> it's not that hard actually to set this up. Anyways, um, <laughs> so that leads us to how I became the admin mod because uh, back in the day was when Steph and Philip uh, were working really eagerly on the online client themselves, so so their own implementation. So you know that back then there was still, was it Making Fun? I think it was the Making Fun version. Oh, that was horrible. It was like the version that only ran as a fat client on your own computer. It wasn't even a website anymore. Anyways. Uh, making Fun. Yeah. I've never heard of this. Yeah, making fun was they they took over the GoCo version of Dominion. Huh. Okay. Well. But they but, but they kept they kept everything the way it was before, uh, just like the GoCo version was on the website and the making fun version was an app that you had to download on your local computer and then um despite the fact that you were just playing a card game, it was like really taking a lot of resources on your computer and your fan your computer's fan would always be on high high mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. rotation mm-hmm. and it was always very loud mm-hmm. <laughs> to play it um yeah anyways uh, steph was working on 
on his own client and uh, decided uh, not to be a league moderator anymore because he needed the time. And since I was the only one really into mm -hmm. the technical stuff, it was naturally me who was uh, becoming the admin. <laughs> um, so you had no so choice. That's it. <laughs> yeah, I had no choice. Yeah. <laughs> I see. And when, why? So you stopped because of the baby break? Yeah, I mean, more more or less because of the baby break. I I luckily the, um, Sam E was coming in a couple of seasons earlier before I stopped completely. And uh, he started to um, set up all these Google Forms. And um, then when it was, was baby time, <laughs> I had someone... <laughs> yeah, I had someone to to hand over all the technical stuff. And I, was, and I was also a little bit relieved because, yeah, I wasn't that eager doing that anymore. So it was also fine for me not to do that anymore, basically. Mm-hmm. So you wouldn't like you wouldn't join the moderators now. Uh, yeah, so right now it's actually another problem. <laughs> so the the reason yeah, like now I have so many commitments with all the other tournaments that I already organized that I yeah. Uh, don't think I I really want to at some point uh, even like um setting up the BCDE uh finals uh, is a lot of work. And I'm, I've been struggling with it a little bit, as you know. Yeah. But in general, yeah, it's actually a reason why I've, uh, why I've asked uh, in the Alibi uh, interview how much time it costs them to set up a league season nowadays. Because when I came back in mm -hmm. season 40, I was still admin on the Discord, so I had a little bit of a sneaky peek into the into the Dominion mm -hmm. moderators channels, and yeah. It was also the time when the league expanded again due to COVID and stuff, but it felt like they had like meetings that took eight hours at mm. um oh, no at uh, yeah at at US and and yeah also also at US uh, evening night times because like nowadays the the league oh, no. moderating is very very heavily dominated by uh, people from North America I believe. So yeah. it appeared that I wouldn't have been able to really be part of that part. And also, yeah, like it looked like they would uh, work on that for, for days, basically, to set up a season. So I thought, no, that's a yeah. little bit too much for me. That's why, I, yeah. that's why I've never applied in the, in the first. Yeah. <laughs> that's why I never applied when I came back. And then, yeah, like now I have so many other commitments uh, with tournaments organized already that I don't think at the moment it's a good idea for me to join the moderators. Yeah. Yeah. Makes sense. That brings me to another question. Um, like talking about the BCE finals, is that like, how long has that been around? Is that, was that your idea? Did you come up with that? And, or how does, how does, how do tournaments happen? <laughs> how do tournaments happen? Um, someone, someone has an idea and then, the same person or another person says, I'll do it. <laughs> that's that's how tournaments happen. Yeah, but okay. that's actually how it is. If you want to organize a tournament, that's no problem. Just you get a channel, you get a private channel on uh, on Discord where you can uh, set up all the things. And then uh, once you have your your rules ready, you we can open it to the public. That's, that's how it usually is. So huh. people get a, so nowadays at least, um, 
you get a private channel on the Discord. Um, you can start writing down your rules there and pin it on pin it in the in the in this channel, or you can discuss with um, with other people if you have another mod on board, or you can discuss with any other admins or moderators. And at some point, um, the channel gets open to everyone. So mm. that's that's how it usually happens. Um, for for the BCDE finals in uh, especially. Um, I, I used to think that it was my idea, but it actually wasn't. <laughs> yeah, because yeah, when I when I was digging through the leak forum, um, there was actually a post by Sam E from yeah, I don't know, I don't know if it was before his time as a moderator or just after he was a moderator, but he was wondering if there should be a final between the two winners of uh, the B tier. I'm I'm not sure if it was also for the for the spot in A or if it was just for for the honor basically like it is nowadays. Um, but yeah, he was already thinking about something like that. So that was that. But um, maybe so I had this. It wasn't your idea. Yeah, so it wasn't really my idea. It was kind of my idea because I haven't remembered. I hadn't remembered that back then. Maybe it was like deep down in my you know. <laughs> in your subconscious in my subconscious mm -hmm. yeah um <laughs> that i still remembered it but I, I i just thought it was a good idea and um i just thought like people i don't know someone said like leak breaks are boring and i thought hmm, hmm. why not have a little invitational tournament um to the vip winners exclusive mm -hmm. yeah mm -hmm. <laughs> that's how how it came together and um I was I was asking if I was asking the league moderators if they are fine with it and um we we discussed a little bit and um they said they are fine but they don't have the capacity to organize it themselves because league break is usually when they have a lot of work to do mm. with organizing the next season and I saw, and I mm. said sure I'll do it myself mm. and uh that's that's how it's been mm. like uh, for I don't know eight or nine seasons is it i don't know something like that oh that's not that that long i thought it was like a longer running thing interesting yeah i mean i came back season 40 so true, uh, true i think true, season true. 42 season 42 or, or 41 i think it was 42 was the first one but even 42 would be ah. eight yeah 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 eight yeah, times yeah. now ah interesting so interesting. So you're also a Discord mod, is that right? Yep. How did that happen? I was an admin before. <laughs> I was an admin before, but then I said, okay, maybe I shouldn't be an admin anymore because basically when I came back season 40, I was not on the Discord at all for quite a while and I was still admin and I said, well, maybe maybe someone who is more active or, or I shouldn't be I shouldn't be admin after not being active for that long, and then, as but then I didn't want to give up all my power, so I I became a Discord mod instead. What is the difference? Okay, two questions. So, how did you become uh, admin in the first place, and and what is the difference between like Discord admin and Discord moderator? Yeah, it's just admins have a little bit more power, basically. Now that we talk about it i couldn't even tell you 
uh, much about the difference. Yeah, like there are a couple of channels that are even hidden for me. Oh, okay, yeah, like um, you can you can hide channels for moderators for Discord mods, but you cannot hide channels for administrators. So administrators can also look into all the private channels for the league and also all the league division channels. Actually, that was really annoying to be able to see all the league division channels. Like you have to scroll. It's it's a lot. Um, I want to get to the interesting channels. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, I never, I never looked into the more into, into the uh, group channels. Yeah, but that that mostly that's mostly all. I think there is also like one channel just for admins, but there's also a mod channel. And we, yeah, like if something bad happens, like someone is not behaving in Discord, we also just write in the mod channel. There's yeah. So and the difference and and the, so yeah, the the way I became an administrator was uh, since I was the administrator of the league, JSH just made me admin of the discord as well because mm-hmm. he thought it's a good idea mm-hmm. and that's also why Alibi is administrator nowadays i suppose and why sam e has been administrator for a while mm-hmm. i see so makes sense i guess <laughs> <laughs> yeah okay so we have a couple more questions from shanahan Mm-hmm. Um, that are a little more specific. He wants to know you chose to do Swiss system for the big games tournament rather than the traditional pool play. What factors went into your decision? Yeah, I mean, he just named it himself basically um, because it's tradition. It or it has been traditional to um, have groups into single elimination all the time, and I just felt like doing something something differently. Um, that's also why mm-hmm. I was like uh, very eager to uh, make this order versus chaos tournament back then because what was fascinating about it to me was not just the four card chipped object thingies that you were playing with, but also um, like this um, very own take on double elimination uh, that had been thought about by i think it was i don't know who it was i think it was it might have been a libby mm. uh, but it was this it has been discussed in the tournament channel mm-hmm. like in december or november end of november 2019 beginning of december something like that and i th- and i saw that and i th- and i thought it's a really really cool idea mm-hmm. to just have this double elimination where you don't get to a second bracket to a loser's bracket once you lost the game but where you immediately start in two brackets in the first place um that was the basic idea and then there was also this other idea with this i don't know they're like this four horizontal idea and um it, it kind of shaped out with me that to make this order versus chaos because we could i thought hey let's just have random seats in one of the brackets instead of real real seats and then uh, when I was launching it, Mick came up with the idea: "Hey, let's just uh, let the players not choose with what with with which um, horizontals they play, but instead make them random as well for the mm-hmm. chaos bracket." And that's how this came together. But yeah, the main thing that led me to run the tournament was like the the structure because I found it interesting. Oh, and so I think it was actually the players' idea back then in in big games to make it Swiss. Some players had the idea to to make it Swiss and I said that's a cool idea let's do that and <laughs> yeah 
just ha just not the standard yeah. was appealing to me. Yeah, yeah. I remember like the last dual set tournament, which was um, the first one that I've played in, that also had like the structure where you, like everyone kind of got into the second round basically, and you just like used the group phase to determine the tiers basically. So that was pretty cool, actually. I liked I liked the setup. Oh, you mean the the the? Oh, it had it had it had. Uh, oh yeah, it had um, four, uh, four single brackets. elimination yeah. brackets. Yeah, 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 yeah okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah, but that was even though that was copied from friendly mix, but still a cool idea. Yeah, I'm just uh, I'm not keeping track of the tournament structures. I just like <laughs> play the tournaments, and I'm like, I like this structure. I didn't like this structure. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, it's all, yeah. always like so much uh, so many rules to kind of uh, read and understand and yeah um, yeah i liked i liked the structure a lot uh, i think it was also by libby actually uh to do that for for friendly mix back then hmm. usually for these groups into single elimination um some players don't really get the chance to play that yeah. many matches so um, if you can offer anyone to play on, that's kind of nice, I guess. Yeah, totally. I'm with you there. Oh, yeah. And then the other thing Shannon wanted to know is um, how familial distractions, as he puts it, uh, impact your ability to maintain focus. <laughs> Which is sort of a loaded question. <laughs> that's a loaded question. Yeah, I mean... <laughs> Um, I could answer that for you. You would only play like late at night. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's usually how I handle it for at least for league games. I mean, I just I just um, go back into my into my um, in my silent room where I also go when I when I work from home. Um, if if I have to play during daytime when the family is around, but I wouldn't want to play competitively mm -hmm. just here on my in my living room <laughs> where I'm sitting right now when the kids are around. I mean, yeah. I can, I could play the, for like uh, one game if, if the kids are busy, but if, yeah, like really like they are going crazy, then I wouldn't play Dominion in the same, in the same space. That makes no sense. Yeah. I, I sometimes had to work uh, with the kids around when the wife wasn't there during the lockdowns and stuff or when the, when the wife has some appointments. So that's kind of hard, but um, you know, you have to get through it. Um, but I, I'm trying to avoid that. And uh, if I can schedule my matches to other times, I'd rather play play late, even even if it's maybe sometimes a bit yeah. challenging uh, if you're not the fastest player. Um, so there was um, a sneaky question that I haven't sent mm -hmm. you, so that uh, oh, so <gasps> you. Couldn't prepare, but um, dum dum dum. Uh huh. Uh huh. Shana also wants to know who's the best German player, present company excluded. The best German player. Yeah. Um. Just look at the leaderboard, I guess. <laughs> okay. Well, that. Yeah. What? That... I don't know what the question <laughs> should suggest. Um. Yeah. I mean. I mean. Uh, to be to be honest, I think uh, I think like Freaky just placed uh, Freaky and Naismith currently are feeling like a class of their own. 
even though sometimes people get close to him to them i i think if if you look at the the results of the tournaments where they really participate um it looks like um they are still doing best so i think for the last couple of years um it's prob it's probably freaky even though he's not um that active in the in the rest of the community so other than that it's probably psychomatic mm, okay yeah i'm i'm a little i mean okay so most like my window into the competitive dominion scene is mm -hmm. league mostly um mm -hmm. and so uh i tend to forget about people who don't play league which is also freaky mm -hmm. and then i'm like with freaky i know that he's like really really good but then mm. um in the tournaments that i've watched him play he like rarely gets into finals actually but maybe i'm just remembering one or two select ones yeah i'm i'm pretty i'm pretty astonished by by freaky's um, ability to really play that precise that quickly yeah he's um, really fast it's really That's true. Uh, yeah. it's it's really uh, crazy like yeah. uh, like Nay Smith uh, has this very very sharp uh, sense for boards and uh, it feels like he's always on top of things and he knows exactly where he wants to go exactly in which situation I mean sometimes mm -hmm. there are even uh you slight misplaced by na smith that you can recognize and he's and he sometimes says that and and he he laughs a little bit about it <laughs> um but this is what i really uh, what is really amazing about na smith um but with freaky he's so precise and so fast yeah um, and uh yeah that's that's yeah. really amazing um yeah other than that i mean it's it's tough to say if uh, if yeah i mean if we if we set freaky aside um there's also rtt right but rtt is also not that active but he mm -hmm. has one thing ahead of uh ahead of psychomatic i think psychomatic still still has to win the dominion league which mm. rtt has achieved but mm -hmm. uh it appears that among the active german players active german league players mm -hmm. um psychomatic is the number one yeah rtt hasn't hasn't come back to league yet but i mean yeah i just wanted to like with what i just said i just wanted to explain why um freaky is like not on my radar at all mm. uh, which is like totally has totally to do with like my my own perspective and not at all with like yeah. like he's an exceptional player like definitely <laughs> yeah yeah okay well, Shannon is just like trying to start feuds, and um, <laughs> so far, no luck, my dear, no luck. <laughs> okay, would you like to share some of your other hobbies, maybe, besides Dominion? <laughs> I was a little bit afraid, you know. You know, I was a little bit afraid of that question, but hey, maybe. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, so pretty much uh pretty much the most um relevant hobby if you wanted to phrase it like that for me is probably music and everything related to it so um really listening to a lot of music myself um when i still uh, was without a family i also uh used to do uh web radio back in 
I, I think I started sometimes in the end of the 2000s, so also around 2009, 2010, and also spin music in tiny little shady clubs um, until <laughs> until the mid of the 10th. So, yeah. Can you talk more about the the web radio thing? Like, what what did that look like? Web radio. Um, yeah, because I don't, I, I, I have no idea what that. Um, it, it, I mean, it was during times when there was no Spotify, so uh, you had to, you had, you know, you could, um, you could, you could um, use your audio player to connect to a to a server that was playing music, and uh, occasionally that music was actually curated by, uh, yeah, a kind of a DJ who was then um, just uh, playing the music. Ah, okay, okay, and. Okay, and you would do that like regularly? Yeah, I mean, I had my my show basically. I think I started once a week, and then I eventually moved down to every other week because it was a little bit too much, mm -hmm. um, and I had high standards as usual. <laughs> um, yeah, that's that's how it that's how it went. It was it was pretty fun, but yeah, like also, it was like not a huge audience that you would reach that way. So. Yeah, not like hundreds and hundreds that we are talking about there, but like something between 20 and mm -hmm. 40 maybe. So so um, like like 10, you would always know who they were because they were the people that you had in your chat as well. Um, usually half of them were, half of mm -hmm. them were from the radio itself. Half of them were uh, <laughs> people, people, uh, friends of people from the radio and... Um, <laughs> So, so half of the people you know you knew, and then the other half were some random strangers that um, just I don't know, either f either found the the website of the radio station and really watched uh, uh, watched I said uh, really wanted to listen to your stream, yeah, or they were just randoms that uh, clicked on some um, big broadcasting page that had the the radio listed, and uh, they just clicked on it, and you were lucky, so. That was how it was, but I mean, I made some good contacts that way, and uh, that was also fine. How does that, like, just in general? Maybe that's a stupid question, but how <laughs> how does that like work? You listen to music, and then you are like, okay, that's a cool song, and that's a cool song, and and then you just like put them together in a way that kind of makes sense to you, or yeah. how does that how does it work? Yeah, I mean, uh, we are not talking about techno music or something, so I don't have to really mix tracks into one 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 into another. So yeah, but you still kind of think about yeah. I mean, you still make sure that like the 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 tone is is not like there are not too much bumps in the tone. Like you wouldn't put a super fast track right next to a very slow one, maybe or. You wouldn't put like a track that is very electronic next to a track that is very much guitar only mm -hmm. or something like that. But maybe you would. Maybe that's actually what you want to do because you want to, I don't know, um, have that kind of mm -hmm. a break in your in your set. But um, yeah, usually you wouldn't do that. So you would make kind of makes one a sense. Want to make sense with 
the new order but i guess that's where your cre creativity comes in mm -hmm. so there's no rule to that i guess mm -hmm. and when you how did you put it when you were at the tiny little clubs did you <laughs> did you like have all the time like did you have every time different a different set or yeah of course did you have like No, I'm just asking because uh, I feel like, I mean, I, I have never been like much of a clubber myself. I'm just not a night person. But I know that when, like back when I was like going out and stuff, I there were like certain songs that I just wanted to hear like every time I went out yeah. because they were so cool. There are many people that always want to hear their songs, and uh, and that's part of the problem. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah. Of course. There's. Yeah. Like you, there are some of the some of the songs uh, that you will play over and over and over again, um, just because you're providing a service there. Yeah. Right. You are not just there for your own good. <laughs> you are also there to please the others. Yeah. Like usually the plan was still to have some have something new every every time and um, mm -hmm. not just not just put put just play the same order like and I know I know from other DJs like you would know that after a certain song it was always the next one you you would know it in advance and then you also would know the third song that okay. would come and I never wanted to be that way yeah okay. <laughs> so. So that's yeah, yeah. But it happens, and um, you you get to play the same songs over and over. Yes. Yeah. So do you miss it? Uh well, I mean, it's it's kind of fun, but as mentioned, it's also like in my case, it was just not only creativity, but you would also like have to do a lot the way the others liked it, right? And mm. um. Also, it it just it's just uh, super exhausting if you have a normal daytime job. Uh, basically, um, like when I was uh, when I was out playing music, I would come home. It, it, I'm glad I'm not in Berlin, by the way, because then it would probably be a lot later. Um, but oh I would come God. home. Don't get me started. At, at, <laughs> I would come home at like six in the morning. Uh, or, or or maybe half past half past six. Yeah. Maybe maybe a little bit maybe a little bit sooner maybe at five. But um, anyways. Yeah. So until you until you really calm down and you need to you really need to shower first, right? You, when you come home mm -hmm. after such a long night and it's it's like work basically, right? It feels like work yeah. in some way. It's really exhausting. And then you you have to you have to take a shower, and then you 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 are in bed at at seven or something, and then you sleep like I don't know four or five hours, and um, really uh, the hangover you carry it mm. over you carry it through the whole work week basically, um, and and that was and it was like ten years ago. I don't know how I would deal with it nowadays. <laughs> Uh, yeah. It was just very exhausting. So totally, I I only did it like once a month or every other month, right? So I didn't do it like every week or something because I would I would have gone crazy that way. But like that week was always like very exhausting. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but sometimes I still miss it because you have your moments, right? You have your you have your successes, and sometimes that new track that you uh, that you play sometimes it works, or sometimes you feel like. Uh, you introduced a new track last time, and then you played it 
next time and you recognize some people realize the track and it's mm. people like it and uh, mm. it's also it's it's also cool sometimes you know it's it's it also brings some uh, nice moments and you have some success that way but uh, just in general in my case it was always just you know hobby and uh, it was never really paid well so yeah. it and it was fine that way for me right i i never wanted to make that for the money just it was just a hobby for me and uh it was nice that way and i wouldn't want it any other way so yeah <laughs> i really don't know what it is in berlin like i hate this like this this general culture of like if you say a party starts at eight people turn up at eleven thirty. i just mm -hmm. i hate it so much <laughs> yeah so in my experience Usually we would open up at 10 or we would start making music at 10. Yeah, and, and people uh, come people, at 1. Yeah, people would, would hit the the floor uh, usually towards 12, yeah. maybe. Yeah. But, in, but in my case, like usually uh, half past 2, oh my God. towards 3, you, alway, you already felt that it was... Uh, getting a little bit, uh, a little bit empty, a little bit lightened up, and um, at four usually people were mostly gone, and there were just a few, uh, few left that had usually yeah. drunk a lot. <laughs> and uh, yeah, and and that's I, that's, I, yeah. that's my experience. <laughs> I just I I just don't get it. I really don't. I remember. Uh, okay, so that's like ages ago uh but um a friend of mine uh made or had the semester abroad in oslo and i visited him there and it was it was just it was so good like at like we wanted to go out and party around nine and so we met mm -hmm. at seven for for grün <laughs> <laughs> I don't know like how to say that in English, but like when you meet up before and get a little tipsy uh, before you go to the club. And then we were at the club uh, around nine, nine, ten-ish. And then like mm -hmm. all the clubs like closed at one. And oh, wow. Yeah. And it was great. It was a great yeah. evening. <laughs> mm. And that's like when the party here, when people like arrive at the clubs, that's yep. when when we had to leave yeah. there it was, yeah i mean I, uh, when when we were still going out like even though um i mean i was i was also going out right um i was not just playing music mm. like usually at if you if you go if you went there at 10 you it, it wouldn't make much sense because you i mean it was fine if you if you knew the dj and you wanted to have a nice chat with him <laughs> that was a good idea because yeah. at that at that time he wasn't like um Yeah. that busy and had to had to watch the people and yeah. make sure he doesn't play any any uh floor killer um <laughs> but uh yeah in general uh, like we, we usually went uh, went at 11 or something and, and yeah. we were still early yeah 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 i don't i don't understand <laughs> i <Yeah>. just don't <laughs> anyways um <laughs> Do you play any other games besides Dominion? Um, sometimes with my daughters, <laughs> but I guess that doesn't count. Um, Hide and seek. <laughs> you play tag. Zicke, zacke, hühner, kacke. 
And Lottie Carotti. Lottie Carotti is terrible, by the way, but my daughter loves it. Uh, I think every kid loves it. Anyways. Um, and do they play Haligali? Uh, I know Haligali. I would I would play that with them totally. I should get that. I played Haligali good... with my godchild last week. and But he's still in that phase where he's like, he gets upset if he mm-hmm. loses. And then he also like makes up rules all the time. I should totally get that. Yes, there is like a, a kid's version. Like we played, mm-hmm. obviously we played the the kids version. I'm not sure. I'm not sure like that we played it correctly because I just um, like he explained the rules to me. But mm-hmm. yeah, it was fun. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I mean the funny the funny thing is, and I I told this in the in the last interview or in the advent calendar. Um, I got Dominion to play with my wife because uh, I was looking for games that can yeah uh, played can be played well with two players yeah and um when we got it we played it uh, against each other a lot but uh, once i started browsing the interwebs to get all the strategies <laughs> ah. uh, my, my wife didn't want to follow into going deeper uh with dominion <laughs> and eventually eventually she decided not to play dominion with me anymore Aww. And so what we did back then was we moved on to Race for the Galaxy, which is also a very nice card game. Mm-hmm. Basically a card adaptation of Puerto Rico. Nee. I think we've been tra- we've been writing about that before, haven't we? <laughs> Have we? Haven't we? I thought Puerto we, Rico? I thought I've, I was I've been writing with someone about that. Anyways. <laughs> yeah, it's also I mean Puerto Rico is like um also very well known board game actually um strategy game and um it's it's where the idea from governor is coming from oh um governor was actually a, a promo card that was based on puerto rico and uh, uh, puerto rico has this mechanic that there are different phases and each player gets to choose a phase and then all players get a base effect and the player that chose the face gets the same effect but stronger and that's also what governor does in a way right you get you get, you get uh. three you get a gold the other gets a silver you get three cards the other gets one card you get to you yeah. get to remodel for two the other gets remodel for one and uh, this is also how Puerto Rico works and this is also how race for the galaxy works even though uh, race for the galaxy is the card game adaptation and is also totally rethemed because Puerto Rico has this like uh, trading medieval kind of um, theme and uh, Race for the Galaxy obviously has a a space theme to it Um, but the mechanics work uh, yeah very much the same way and uh, it's pretty cool cool game and you can like choose different strategies and uh, it's pretty nice so you can so you can choose to build your build uh, your your uh, things the one way or you can build it the other way and you can focus on military or you can focus on production and you can also very nice very different strategies and uh, like with this uh, governor mechanic where everyone gets the same things but in a weaker version it's also very nice and also it's also very cool that um, um, there are no separate turns but everyone uh, is playing at the same time basically that's also pretty cool mm-hmm. it sounds like a cool game it is it doesn't sound familiar maybe i maybe i just like completely forgot about 
us talking about it. But it doesn't doesn't ring a bell. Maybe it was with someone else. Maybe. So another favorite question of mine. What are your three favorite Discord channels of the main Dominion server? Uh that's a good question because um like my um attention is really changing a lot depending on what I'm currently doing. So I mean mm-hmm. I mean I'm always in I'm always in general and I'm always in Dominion. That's that's where I'm always in. Uh, but then mm-hmm. uh, it really depends a lot into what I'm currently doing. Like if I'm playing a lot myself, then I'm also a lot into Kingdom Analytics uh, or Kingdom Kingdom mm-hmm. Analysis. Sorry, um, mm-hmm. because I think it's just a really great channel uh, to get uh, advice by really really good players. That's always really helpful, and it's also nice to mm-hmm. just. Um, think for yourself if you are into playing at the moment anyways then i mean analyzing the kingdom is also part of the game i guess so that's also nice to just give advice yourself then of course occasionally i'm organizing one tournament or the other so at the moment i'm looking a lot into big games of course uh, Mm -hmm. for that reason i might also look a lot into bcde championships if it's happening so so that's that. And very recently, JSH managed to soak me into music. So, <laughs> um, so I'm also into the music channel right now. And really, like just being all that low in the other section just made me um, watch in the in the other other channels more than I usually do. So I, I was writing in etiquette the other day, or actually today, and I was wondering, hey. Where did I just write that thing? You know that sometimes you, you write into a channel and then you don't <laughs> yeah. find it anymore. So that was hap- yeah. what happened to me. Um, so yeah. Anyways, um, right now I'm I'm a lot into the music channel. So it's also it's also a lot of fun because it made me revisit my my older selves basically <laughs> because oh. because I was like. Um, really like um, listening to music I hadn't listened to for a long time and um, that's 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 also a lot of fun yeah oh totally yeah you should give it a try it's nice it's it's really nice yeah (laughs) yeah I I, I know how you feel it it's very intimidating (laughs) at first but I mean I mean you you just need to you just need to uh, soak it up and maybe just start um, actually, it's a it's a good point to start right now because we are starting with 1996 very soon. Um, so you can just uh, when the first round is coming, the the first kind of matches they come in very slowly. So you have time to really listen to all the songs yourself and decide which one you like more. And then after I don't know how long it takes, like two weeks or something, um, they will announce the next year that is being made. So you can either prepare something up front or can prepare something once it's announced which year is coming yeah it's actually known which years can come so that's also something if you want to really go deep that's what i did i really just i really just prepared songs for all the years already because once i was really going through (laughs) through my collection i thought hey if i if i'm really digging through all of this it doesn't make sense just to do it for one year just we will do it for many years at once wow that's how how i am Uh, but anyways uh, you could also just start digging once the year is um, being uh, announced and then you have still one week or something to submit six songs or something yeah. for the next bracket. Yeah. It's a lot of fun. Yeah, I feel like... And you also get... Exp- no, go Sorry. Ahead. You also get exposed to a lot of music 
um, which you usually wouldn't listen to. So that's also fun, I think, because I wanted to challenge myself a little bit there. Yeah. Um, get out of the ordinary. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it just feels like a lot of commitment to me and i really like this the game that jsh put on like for everyone um mm. and i think that's about the level of commitment i can i can make right now i i don't know i feel like it's just like there's so much going on in that channel and yeah i know and, how you feel yeah it's intimidating it was for me as well yeah i do think it's like fine. it's it's cool but i just i don't see I, I don't see where I would, like, make space for it right now. Maybe that changes in the future. But I'm happy that you found your way into it. <laughs> yeah, we'll see how, uh, how long I will stick to it. But, I mean, I already did a lot of work, so yeah. maybe I will stay a little bit longer. <laughs> You're so prepared. <laughs> okay, so we've been talking forever. Um, yes. I have one last... Well, I have two two more questions so one is another one of shanahan's sneaky questions oh again <laughs> i know oh my god <laughs> yeah <laughs> how dare you i ha, has there been a shanahan interview yet uh, that will be all the sneaky questions because everyone is going to come back to him <laughs> yes yes i mean like it's gonna be next year like when i when i do my trip there i'll just do all the all the boys on one go um, oh, really? You'll have to wait for that. <laughs> you can uh, take this year to prepare like the sneakiest questions. <laughs> mm -hmm. Okay, so I'll just read it to you. <laughs> okay. So Sean I'll Han, try to listen. Sean Han asks you, <laughs> is this your favorite Babylon 5 quote? And the quote is, <laughs> maybe someone should have labeled the future some assembly required. <laughs> <laughs> and the quote was... is like Babylon 5 Michael Garibaldi Hunter Prey that is the question I was more of a so the answer to that question is I was more of a Deep Space Nine person and not a Babylon 5 person sorry Ooh. Mm. so you actually like know what this means what is Babylon 5 it is uh, it is a TV show that uh -huh. uh, was coming from the 90s and it was like something yeah it, it was uh, sent at the same time that uh, Star Trek Deep Space Nine was sent and mm. the, the, the thing is both were about uh, a space station basically so uh, a lot of people actually watched Babylon 5 instead of Deep Space Nine because they thought it's uh, it's a better show oh. uh, but I was but I was always a Star Trek nerd And I will stick to and I stick to Deep Space Nine and never really watched Babylon Five. Interesting. But I know, but I know the character. So the character even rings a bell. So What? I've heard that name before. Oh my god! Yeah, I mean, Mike. I mean, Michael Garibaldi is really like a name. You like Garibaldi? <laughs> It's like really. Wait. So did Sean um, know that? Have you talked about? I this? don't know if. Uh, I don't think so. Interesting. I don't know. Well, I feel like I'm just like being confirmed with I don't need to know what the question is about. <laughs> <laughs> My interviewee will know. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> I think I think I think uh, Seanahan likes to just confuse everyone with his questions. Nah, he just Some... yeah, just wants to I really need to Oh, sorry. Yeah, no, go please go ahead. 
I think he just wants to like brighten my day and and make me happy mm-hmm. by sending me those questions. Yeah, I need I need to make sure to send um, a very confusing question to for both you and Seanahan uh, <laughs> yes. once you announce the interview. <laughs> yes, please. <laughs> Now we can be confused <laughs> together. <laughs> yeah, yeah I, I guess I guess that's what he wants to achieve, and he did. Kind of. <laughs> I mean, he confused me, but didn't confuse you. Mm-hmm. Okay. And my last question, as per usual, is um, who you would like to hear an interview with Ooh. in the future. That's a good question. Oh, I should have. I should have put it in the in the questions, right? I think it's something that you might want to think about longer. Steph. Okay. Yeah. I think I think I, I think we've been talking about that before, haven't we? I probably I've probably asked you before. Yeah. I think so. But yeah. from the top of my head I would say Steph is probably pretty interesting. Mm-hmm. If he can tell you more about the old days or yes. behind the scenes at Shuffle IT. Yes. Yeah. There's a lot of lot to talk about. Yeah. Cool. And maybe maybe an interview with Strumpf would also be very interesting. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> Who would conduct an interview with me, though? Hmm, that's a good question. Maybe we'll find someone. <laughs> Maybe. Would be a bit strange if you would do it yourself. <laughs> <laughs> Just a little. <laughs> Is there anything else you'd like to share? Um, I'm I'm so sorry, like, I just... It was a joke, right? When we started, I was like, we're going to talk for three hours. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know what you mean about that, but it looks like we've been talking talking for three hours, 15 minutes. I'm so sorry. Uh, except for the, except, no, actually it's like three three hours exactly because the first 15 minutes are on on me, right? <laughs> yeah, well, you you spent 15 minutes and then I make made us like relive 30 or something. <laughs> Wasn't it like 20? I don't know. Uh, anyways, um maybe I <laughs> Maybe I needed longer the second time I told you about black market. <laughs> <laughs> Is there anything else you want to share? Not really share, but uh thanks a lot for having me. Um Of course. And um I really hope uh people will enjoy the interview. Pretty happy to hear any comments. Um, if you have any further questions, uh, feel free to reach out to me. Yep. Yay. Yes, everyone do that. <laughs> <laughs> Probably I will get one DM. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. Uh, yeah, thank you for taking all this time and uh, putting up with my um, extreme unprofessionalism. And <laughs> it wasn't that bad. Answering all my questions and have a nice. How do you end interviews like that? Um, have a nice one and talk to you later. Good night. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. 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 Thanks again to Assemble for taking the time, putting up with my shenanigans, and patiently answering all my questions. Sometimes twice. Thank you to Shanahan and Alevi1152 for sending in questions. Thanks to all of you for tuning in. You can find me on Discord for feedback. I am at Trumpf. 
why not leave a friendly message to our favorite changeling and uh, maybe ask him about what music he was spinning in those clubs. And I will catch you all next time. The game has ended. Bye.